Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. So here's what I want to do today. I want to give you guys uh, five practical steps in this time together, and uh, definitely would love some input 
and some feedback from folks who are here in the room. I'm excited to have a great room of people here today. Um, but I want to give you five things that you can do to get your vision right, to bring your vision to life, to really, really bring fulfillment to your vision. All right. There's five practical things. But here's what I want to want to start with. And, and by the way, I, I don't always want to be the one talking because I think this is a, a, a dialogue that we can have together as we move through this. But if you're listening right now here in Clubhouse or anywhere else, listen, I want you to just write these things down as we go because they're practical steps. And these are things that are going to impact you not only in your career and in your passion movements. They can make a difference in your personal life, too. And that's one of the things that's really important to me. When I teach leadership, when I teach people to move forward, I want them to be able to apply these things, not only at work, but at home and in every area of life. So make sure that you're taking notes and writing them down and paying really close attention uh, to these details because they really are hugely, hugely important. Uh, and I think they'll make a huge difference in your journey. So, but here's the first question I wanna ask is I'd love to hear from people in the room, what is that big grand vision that you have for yourself, your life, your business? Uh, if you're up here on stage, I'd just love to hear from you for a minute. What's, what's the vision that you carry? What's that thing that drives you or that statement, that vision statement for you? I got you, Michael. You mind Go if I jump it, in? Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, rather in humility, value others above yourself. That's the foundation of every decision we make at our business. I love that. So what is your personal vision then, Justin, behind the outcome of living by that statement? What, what yeah, everybody, happens? Yeah, everybody shows up at my funeral, right? I don't really care about making a whole lot of money and getting a whole lot of things. But when my daughter's, you know, when I'm long gone and my daughter's going to do business with somebody and that person says, oh, you're Justin's daughter, it opens doors for her. Or if a meteor falls on me tomorrow and Victor from my organization goes to do business and somebody says, oh, you worked with Justin? Oh man, he was such a great dude. And yeah, come on in, right? If, if I can open doors for the next generation of people, then I'm happy. Love that, love that. What a huge, huge heart level vision. That's amazing. Anybody else, what's the vision? What's the thing that you're, you're driving towards? I'll hop in here, Michael. Go for it, Joy. Hey, hey, so. It's pretty similar to this, but I can leave people places and opportunities in the tradition that I've taught them in. Um, when, you're in when you're in the room, people know it. When you're not, they know it. But I think that's the true definition of impact is when you're there, people feel it, and when you're not. So that's how. I love that. I love it. It is. I, I love this just heart level leaving a value for others. You know, in my own journey, I remember early on that, that first step towards the legacy component of what I wanted to leave, uh, part, of, part of my journey and, and business life success in my career uh, was involved in leading churches. And so I was the senior pastor of one of the largest churches in the United States, but it didn't start that way. That was a vision that I had in mind. I wanted to maximize impact. Uh, you know, a lot of people, they call me Mr. Clubhouse. They investor advisor, all this, but my favorite title is hope dealer. And what I've always been driven by is giving people hope that people can kind of cling on to that next thing, that piece of hope that's going to drive them forward. And I remember in, in my mid twenties, when I took this position, which by the way, 
I don't know that anybody in their mid twenties has business taking a position like that, leading people, but somebody was crazy enough to believe in me and and offer me the opportunity. And I stepped in this place and I had this grand vision for where I was living at the time, this, this Tri-Cities area of Northeast Tennessee, that we could make this massive impact and change people's lives, that we could help people move from a life of feeling depressed and under to a life of feeling like a champion of, of a moving forward, of having hope for something greater. And so I believed wholeheartedly that we could actually impact, and get this, impact 10% of the population of our city directly and have them engaged in what we wanted to do. And that 10% meant that we had to go from the handful of people that we started with to over 10,000 people in the organization as part of this church. And, and I remember sitting in a room with a few dozen people and, and sharing this out loud and people looking at me like I had five heads on my shoulders, but I had this massive vision for us to make this huge impact and really begin to do something that nobody else was doing at the time. Nobody else was branching out and, and doing things in different places and spaces in different ways. Nobody was gonna impact the community the way I felt in my heart like we could do. But here's, here's the real interesting thing is, I could talk about this vision, but I really didn't know how to do it. I could talk about this vision, but I wasn't sure how I was gonna get there. I could talk about this vision and I could think about all these creative things, but I wasn't sure how it was gonna happen. And so I, I'll tell you kind of how it ended up when we get through this, but I wanna teach you five things that I learned in the process of pursuing that vision of giving hope to as many people as possible, okay? So here's the first thing I wanna share with you is listen, in anything that you do, okay? So you could be like I was, you could be leading a ministry, you could be leading a financial services firm, you could be in coaching, you could be in e-commerce. I don't even, I don't care what it is. You could just be at home making sure that your kids survive another day. Some of us, that's what we do. We're raising kids. I've, I've got five out of my seven kids still at home. And so some days, you know, you're just praying to God, you make it through the day, but you're leading something. You're leading somewhere in your life. And there's an end goal to everything that you do. The reality is maybe you sell a product, okay? And when you sell a product, the people who are most successful at selling products into the market, whatever that product is, it could be a teacup, it could be teeth whitening. I don't care what it is. What you are giving people is a desired outcome. Nobody buys a product, but everybody buys a desired outcome, okay? So the first thing that you need to understand, and this is the thing I want you to write down, and the thing that I want you to remember is that the end goal of everything we do should be to give people hope. The end goal of everything that you do in your business and in your life and your leadership to, should be to give people hope. So let, let's say that you're in, in the business of, of health coaching and wellness, right? You want to leave people believing the end goal is the hope they're looking for, the weight loss, the strength gain, the muscle gain, the, the confidence that they will gain when they look in the mirror. There's a hope of a better future. There's a hope of a better outcome. When they buy that product from you, you want them to believe 100%, and you need to believe 100% that that desired outcome is gonna come true, that that desired outcome already exists, that you need to reach out and take hold of it. So you need to, number one, make sure that the end goal of all you do is to give hope to other people. Listen, guys, people are hungry and thirsty and starving for a dose of hope in their life. 
And it may be to solve that one problem at home with that new gadget or that new thing they need to buy because it makes life a little bit easier, take the burden off their back. It, it may be that as a coach, you're teaching them how to overcome a bad habit or a mind block, a mindset barrier that's getting in the way. It may be as someone who's teaching people how to move through finances to believe they have security and to know it and to be activated and secure in their own ability to have security in life. All of those things are a small dose of hope that allow them to stand up and keep moving. So when you think about the vision that you have, and I love the way Justin put this a minute ago when he talked about serving others, putting them first, it's a level of hope when you look at somebody else and say your needs and who you are is my focus and I see you, I hear you, I know you, I understand you and I wanna serve you. There's hope in that statement. So no matter what your vision is, listen, your vision, it's purely okay for you to have a vision when you look at it. If you're building an online uh, e-commerce business, to look at it and go, my vision is to sell $10 million worth of this product, that's great. How is that $10 million creating hope for the customers, for the people you serve, and for the world around you. I want you to leave with that heart level desire to create hope and not with an agenda. Now, this, is the, this is the big crux, right? Because this is the idea of like those big nonprofit organizations who will prop up, say, a, you know, a starving dog in a cage or a poor child in a third world country and they're profiting off of something that looks like hope, but isn't really hope. People sniff out, there's a BS meter out there. People sniff out disingenuous virtue signaling that keeps you from seeing real hope. So when I tell you that the end goal of all you need to do is hope, that the focus of all you need to, to do in your business, in your life, in your leadership is to give hope to others, it has to be genuine from your heart. So sometimes in order to even get started in this process with these five things I'm going to give you, you have to do some soul level, heart searching, hard work to make sure that when you talk about giving people a desired outcome of hope on the other end of your product, your service. Hey champions, guess what? The Breakfast with Champions podcast airs live every single day, 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. only on the Clubhouse app. So make sure to download Clubhouse and go check out Breakfast with Champions. You're not going to regret it. See you there. In your business, that you mean it. Not just a way to profit. Not just a way to gain success. Not just a way to gain achievement. So guys, out of the five things, the first one I think is the most important. The end goal of all you do should be giving hope to other people. And again, I say this very clearly, certainly not my original statement, but I believe it with all my heart. People never buy products, they buy a desired outcome. People never buy services, they buy a desired outcome. My dad's the cheapest human being that ever walked the face of the planet. The man makes more money than he ever imagined at this stage of his life. He just bought a house with a pool. He cannot stand the idea of spending money to take care of that pool, but he hired a guy to take care of his pool because the desired outcome for him is to not have to do the work. The desired outcome for him is to protect his investment in that house. The desired outcome for him is to not replace a pool pump. It's not the service he's buying. It's the desired outcome. It's the hope of a better outcome. 
So make sure, step one, that whatever you do in your service, your business, and everything that you're doing, that where you're headed is to give hope to other people. All right, so we got that, all right? So you're on this journey. These are the five things. So number one, give hope in all that you do. Let that be the outcome of what you do. Now, here's the second one, and this is an interesting one. We talk about this all the time. Most people in their business and in their process, they have an avatar. They have that person they're focused on, the ideal client, the ideal person, okay? So I'm curious. This is where I, I quit talking for a minute because I've talked a lot now. I want to hear from you guys. How do you define... What, what does your avatar look like in your business? I'd love to hear some feedback from you guys. And by the way, I handle awkward silences really well. <laughs> so I, I really would love to know when you think about your ideal client, customer, uh, the person that you serve, what are you looking for? How do you define your client? Hey, Michael, it's Monica in the turquoise ring. Go for it, Monica. Uh, for my health coaching, my avatar is professionals in midlife who are frustrated with how they look and feel. I love that. I love that. It's very clear, right? It's a stage of life. It's a mindset that you're looking for. And you said professionals, right? So something that's underneath that, right, is you're defining the, ty the type of income that a person has to have. Like, that's a, that's a real honest thing. It's like you need somebody who can afford to pay for your services, but then thinks thinks this way and feels this way. Correct, Mundo Fonzi. Yep. Anybody else? What do you think of when you talk about your avatar of who you're going to serve or who you're going to reach out to? What's your avatar? And crickets. <laughs> so, I, Michael, I'm sorry. I just made it back to the to the to my office. Uh, oh, you're heard, good, Sean. I heard, I heard the question though. So we're, you're asking, but just to be clarified, you're asking like who we who we see as our ideal client absolutely so with me unfortunately it's it's uh well not unfortunately but but on a smaller scale than most because um you know my transactions are a bit smaller but it's usually a woman between 25 and 45 with a family uh that wants answers about their health that they're not getting from the regular uh medical establishment right and uh, they, they want they want clear answers generally. Love it. Love it. it, that, it and the, they're looking for clear answers, just like you clearly define the person you're reaching for. The reason I, I bring up really defining your avatar is this. Okay, so the first thing we talked about is the end goal of everything we do needs to be to give hope. The, the second, it's a mindset. All right, it's a mindset that's followed by an action. The second thing that you need to do, if you want to activate and bring your vision to life and really see something amazing happen with whatever it is you're creating in this world is this. You need to be more concerned and more in contact with the people who aren't your customers, who you want to be your customers, than anybody else. All right, you need to be more concerned with who's not at the table yet. You need to have a mindset that's focused on who they are, where they are, what they're doing. Now, you know, we talk about this in a practical way. Like people will talk about this in marketing, like targeted ad space in Facebook or other social media or Google AdWords. You know, they'll talk about this and how you create your messaging. But here's what I actually mean by this. You need to be so concerned with that avatar you're reaching to that you're building relationships in that ecosystem. That those are the people that you spend time with. 
that you are so intimately aware of who they are because you do life with them, because you spend time with them, because you interact with them. It's really hard for us if we get really honest, if you want to be brutally honest about this thing, so many of us, we, we actually created the, the service, the product, the business that we have because we've come from that place and we don't want to be there anymore. But so often when we've come from that place and we don't want to be there anymore, we quit spending time there and we lose touch with it. And we lose touch with what's really going on. We lose touch with the conversations. We lose the ability to relate deeply to what's really happening because we've forgotten what it's like to live it out day in and day out. Right? We can carry our stories. But this is where it gets, it gets uncomfortable because so much of leadership structure teaches us to hang out with. Like, you want to be, you know, if you want to be a millionaire, spend time with other millionaires. This is true. But if you want other people to enjoy that journey, spend time with the other people who want to come along on that journey too. When you isolate yourself into a silo that is not the people you are reaching, you will eventually lose your effectiveness and your ability to communicate and connect with the people you want to serve. And the reality is this is the one that gets really uncomfortable. For many of us, this is the one that gets uncomfortable because uh, some of us, we don't want to go back there because it wasn't easy when we were there. Or for some of us, it's a different type of people than we're now, we're now used to being around. And so I really want to challenge you. This is where relational leadership comes into play in all of life. I mean, I think about this as a parent. This is probably the place that it challenges me the most. Like one of those areas that I have a vision for is, is activating the best in my kids. But one of the things that I hate the most, actually two things I, I hate the most in life, is wasting my time sitting in front of a television watching a football game. Can't stand it. And the other thing is I cannot stand video games. Just don't like it. But right now, my kids are at a season of life where their two favorite things to do are to watch football and play video games. So if I want to lead them effectively, if I want to connect with them effectively, if I want to be able to speak their language and walk with them and relate to them, then I have to sacrifice my comfort level to get into the places they are. So as you build a, a company, if you build a product, and, and listen, think about this. When you build a product, I think about this when I, when I, when I launched my first startup that failed miserably, by the way. But when I launched my first startup, and I remember I was so excited to talk about this product, and I was so excited to talk about this thing we were going to create. And I remember an advisor coming in and sitting down with us, and I'm describing it with all this passion and all this excitement. And he looked at me and he said, I've never seen somebody so excited in my entire life. He goes, but I've never seen somebody so excited about the wrong thing in my entire life. And it challenged me. My ego rose up and I was like, man, what are you talking about? And he said, you're building a product through your lens. When's the last time you sat with a customer you're talking about and built a product through their lens? So I want you to really stop and think, how far removed are you from a relationship, a connection, a life flow from a customer, and it stops you from really bringing the best to the table. Because the truth is, when I say statement number one, which is if you want to bring your vision to life, you need to make the end goal of everything you do giving hope, a desired outcome to others. 
then you have to be connected to the others, whoever your avatar is, to understand what it takes to bring them that hope. You have to be connected to them in order to understand what it means to deliver a product that actually makes a difference in their lives. And what's really gonna matter. So stop and take a, a, an inventory of where you spend your time, your effort, your energy, and your focus. And are you able and willing to step outside your comfort zone from time to time, and actually every day, and spend time with the people that you're trying to lead. Spend time with the people that you want to buy your product. Spend time with the people that you want to impact. Because you don't want to be a disingenuous leader and creator and an and e-com seller and start selling things to people that they really don't need or they really don't want or they really don't connect. Because you may have a momentary success, but it won't last. And you'll see your vision like a flare lights up and goes strong for a short period of time, but it fizzles out very, very, very quickly. You know, I say this all the time, and I want you to think about this. Being close to those really incredible moments in life is so important. It's what I think about it when my biological kids, three, three out of seven of my kids are biological. And I think about when my, when my three boys were born, they were C-sections. And I'm, I'm a weirdo because, again, as med school dropout, I'm looking over the, the curtain and watching this whole procedure take place because blood and guts don't bother me. And I, I'm looking over and, and I see them pull my kid through that incision, through that hole. And I see them in that moment, the, the, their first moment in the world. And I see them take their first breath. And it's this beautiful moment to be reminded of the power of being close to the things that matter most. If you can view the people you want to serve with that level of awe and wonder, you will never lose touch and never lose your effectiveness to give hope and to create an impact and to see your vision come to life. So again, the first thing out of the five that I'm going to give you today, the end goal of everything you do as a leader, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as a human being, it should be to give hope to others to provide that desired outcome. Because again, people don't buy products, they don't buy services, they buy desired outcomes. And the second thing is this, you need to be more concerned with the person you wanna serve than the person you wanna be. Because you, again, this is why Zig Ziglar says the statement, you help enough people achieve what they want, you'll achieve what you want. Lean into that idea of service, caring for other people. So I'm curious, anybody have an example or a thought around this idea of being so deeply connected with their customer, the people they lead, and, and why that matters to you? Oh my goodness. Um, thank you so much, Michael. I'm yeah, so go for it, Tandy. <laughs> so much passion behind um, your share today. And for me, Oh man, it runs so deep for me when I behold a client. Um, a lot of times I'll ask God when I'm going out, Lord, lead me to someone that I am to change today. And it's so incredible how I'll meet them 
at the grocery store or wherever it is. So I always know that someone that I meet, it is so purposeful. And so I always want to be, I always say purpose confirmed in their life. And then they are purpose confirmed in my life because it's a reciprocation, right? It's like, okay, I know that I'm here to serve this person for a reason. So my goal is always to pursue what it is that I'm called in their life to do. So whether that's a total life transformation. And for me, it's not just about the body. I'm so big on the holistic lifestyle change to where that person says for a lifetime, I'm ready to make sure that I'm intentional with everything that I do from taking care of my body, from taking care of myself. And so I'm one of those like those those trainers when i get with someone i don't let them go and i'm so passionate about seeing everything through so for me everything that you you know that you talked about thinking about that avatar thinking about that person but it's it's just so much bigger than just a cookie cutter because it runs so deep for me michael um and so anyway this is this has been great i've been taking those notes uh so just wanted to give that perspective so that's what was stirred inside of me while you were speaking I love it. Thank you, Tenji. That really, I, I love hearing that passion. It is such, such a big deal to have that passion driving underneath everything that we do and that heavy focus. So I appreciate it. So I'm going to take a second and just kind of reset the room. We've had a lot of new folks pop in here, which I'm very thankful for. Uh, anybody who will give their time to let me run my mouth. Uh, I honor that. So guys, you're here in the Breakfast with Champions room. And we're so thankful that you're here today. We've been talking about mind, body, and bank account being healthy. We want you to succeed and move forward. And we're excited about the resources. Man, there are so many unbelievable, amazing, and incredible leaders who are here day in and day out, over 100 who come in from 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday, from 6 a.m. to noon on Saturday, and then at Club 111 on Sunday, our worship service who pour in, who give value, every single day. So make sure you click on that little Monopoly house at the top, follow Breakfast with Champions. You can also go to breakfastwithchampions.live and see many more of our resources there. We're not only on Clubhouse, but we're in Twitter, we're in Instagram, LinkedIn, we're all over the place. We're taking over the world. We're in Apple Podcasts. So we want you to go in there, subscribe to the podcast. You can catch up on sessions that you missed. And if you get value, which you will, we know this, you will definitely get value because I know the people showing up giving value. So show up to that podcast, take part in that content, but leave a five-star review because the more of those that come in, the more people around this world that get to hear the beauty, the amazing magic, the strength, the power, and the value that comes from the people who show up here every day. And that's Breakfast with Champions. We're here to serve you and so thankful that you're showing up here day in and day out and giving time. Uh, with us and what we have to share. So today, uh, during this session, we're talking about the five things that'll help you unlock your vision, that'll help you reach fulfillment, that'll help you reach the goal, that'll help you get there. And the first one was you want to make sure that the end goal of everything you do is to give others hope. You want to give them that desired outcome. The second thing was this, you've got to be more concerned with the people that you are serving than the person you are becoming. Okay, you want to really be focused on service as an attitude, as a core of what you do. And number three is this. You want, and, and get this, and I'm gonna quantify the statement. Number three, you want the people that you serve, you want to help them establish a new identity, a new mindset, a new reality. You need to help the people that you serve, the customers that you sell to, the people that you lead, 
you want them to take on that new identity. You know, one of the stories that I think about growing up with, where, you know, I think most of us have probably, you know, heard, heard the story of the emperor that got new clothing, right? Like the, the emperor got new clothes. And so he gets sold this new identity, right? And, and granted, you can read this story from both sides, but he was so excited about that identity that the shame and the confusion of everything was worn away. And he walked out naked in front of the crowd because he believed he was wearing that new identity with pride and with excitement. And when you bring this from a really, really solid place that you are giving people hope and that you care about them enough to do life with them and to show up and to be involved in their life, when you show up and offer a new identity, a new level of existence in this world, you are changing lives, guys. You are changing lives in a huge way, an absolutely incredible way. You want to give them a fresh life, a fresh hope, a fresh reality, a fresh chance to make a difference in this world. That's what you want to do. So guys, I am just thankful that you've shown up today to be a part of this. We got to number three. We didn't have enough time today to go all the way to number five. And so I am going to wrap it up there. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.